Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Leon Fontaine. Leon's teaching will help you develop your own personal relationship with Jesus and walk in God's promises. His teaching on a spirit contemporary approach to life and Christianity has helped so many around the world. His messages clearly lay out how to impact your world in a spirit-filled, relevant way. You can watch his program, Leon Fontaine, The Spirit Contemporary Life, weekdays on Miracle Channel, Corco, or our streaming service, Corco Plus. Let's dive into the message. As a young man, my dad talked to me one time, mom and dad, and I think I was 13, 14. They said there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Now, when you look at the philosophy of the Greek world, which we can read lots of their stuff, it's very eclectic. It's very ethereal. It's very, but Hebrew wisdom is always practical. Hebrew wisdom is always contemporary. It'll always tell you what to do when it comes to an argument with your wife, how to deal with a person in business. The book of Proverbs is 31 chapters of practical wisdom from raising kids to having sex to dealing with situations. It's a phenomenal book. So my dad and mom said, read one chapter a day based on the day of the month that you're in. And that's what I did for years. Every month I would read through, besides my other reading, because I just didn't read only Proverbs, I would just as a habit read through whatever the date was, that's the chapter that I would read. And it's amazing how in your head all this wisdom gets stuck. Well, one of these chapters is chapter 4. Let's just read a few verses starting in verse 5. It says, get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her wisdom. Wisdom will preserve you. Love wisdom. Wisdom will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt wisdom and wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will bring you honor when you embrace wisdom. Wisdom will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. Wisdom will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sayings and the years of your life will be many. I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I've led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep wisdom, for wisdom is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of evil. Wisdom, wisdom. You can't just be this spiritual cuckoo over here thinking that prayer and God's going to look after everything. Someone right now is offended by that. But I've been in church world long enough to meet a lot of granola Christians. They're the fruits, nuts, and flakes. They're the people you do not want to talk to your unsaved brother. 
They're the people you do not want to meet your friend who doesn't know Christ yet. You're the person that if you bring a guest to church, you hope you don't meet these people in the hallways because they do not give a good... You know what I'm talking about? You all know what I'm talking about. You want them spirit contemporary. Spiritually alive, they know the power of the things of God, but they're contemporary, cool, relevant. They know how to deal with different kinds of people. They have wisdom and when to shut their mouth and open their ears. Wisdom when to talk and not talk. Wisdom and how to have manners. Wisdom in the business business world, wisdom in dealing with people, even from different religions, wisdom in dealing with mad, like their wisdom. If you, now here's the thing. I totally get from the word of God that God's people should rise up in every area of life. So I don't care where you are, you in business, you in education, you in politics, the arts, wherever you are, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has called you to be the head in that area, not the tail. You're to be the best and not the least. You are to, now, in order to do that, you can't just do it with spiritual things. You must understand them because we do live in three worlds. You live in a physical world, there's a mental world that you live in, and there's a spiritual world that actually has spirit beings, okay? Devils, demons, angels, and God. So the Bible blends all of those with stunning, incredible accuracy. How to be spiritually powerful, and then how to practically, relevantly, we call it being contemporary. And contemporary always changes. Like the music you liked when you were a teenager was contemporary then, just so you know. <laughs> okay? And the way you cut your hair then that you still cut today was only contemporary then. Okay? And the, the clothes you wore that were contemporary then, etc., etc., etc. Contemporary is always changing. It changes in music, it changes in issues. Every emerging generation thinks differently and you better understand their existing problems. What is being talked about in university halls, what's being talked about by professors, what are the biggest concerns of the emerging generation. You need to be a problem solver if you are gonna go to a new level in your life. You need to be a problem solver. The world and everything in it pays money to people who solve problems. Dentists can hope all they want for, you know, that nobody will have bad teeth. Well, how long is a dentist going to stay in business if people don't have teeth problems? And we pay a dentist a certain amount of money for solving teeth problems. Everything that is being paid out today is being paid because somebody has an ability to solve a problem. We pay brain surgeons a certain amount of money because they solve the problem of brain tumors. And so they've got to go in there, and it's pretty delicate work, and you better be good at what you do if you're going to open up the skull and go in there and, and tie off veins and arteries and pull that growth out without making that person crippled, etc., and then put it back together. It's a, it's a phenomenally gifted amount of skill, so this man gets paid for it. I mean, ever wondered why we pay $100 million to a golfer? Yeah, Leon, tell me that one. How come? What problem does he solve? He solves the biggest problem in our, in our society. You know what it is? Boredom. <laughs> like, it behooves me that full-grown men can sit in front of a TV and watch a guy smack the snot out of a little white ball, and the camera goes like this. You can't even see the ball. 
and then it hits a, a turf of grass, and I'm just being bugging you, okay? I mean, like, but I mean, likewise, we look at women and go, you can watch cooking shows, like, you can hear the pan sizzle, and the meat's in there, and you throw in some garlic, and, and the <laughs> people who are from sports to tell, they're solving a problem for us, because we're so bored, we want to be entertained, we want to be encouraged, we want, so they're solving a problem, and money flows to where problems are solved. If you own a company and you hire a person who's not a problem solver, I'd get rid of them. Because all they're going to do is bring the problem to you every time, which why'd you hire them then? What kind of problems do you solve? Do you solve problems in your marriage or do you just blame your spouse? Do you solve problems in your career? You work for someone right now and you go to work every day. Do you develop the stupid thinking of so many people who work for that guy. Well, I'm smarter than him. And why are you working for him, smart man? Like, shut up and learn from him. And when you go to work, arrive early, leave late. You know, when, when it goes five o'clock and the bell whistles, you should be the last person walking out. Well, bless God, I just, you know, I give him everything. No, like, we got to understand that the, the, the ability to develop in this contemporary world and to rise up in whatever area that you feel called to, you need to become excellent. You need to solve problems. What are the problems that people are struggling with? Solve one of them. One time a lady came up into the prayer line. We were praying for people on a Wednesday, and I said, what do you want prayer for? I want you to pray that I just don't have any more problems. There's problem after problem after problem after problem. I said, okay, but you really want me to pray for you to die? What? Did you really want me to pray for you to die? No. I said, well, that's the only time the problems stop. And by the way, every problem usually has a hidden blessing. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that, that, that cancer has a blessing. I'm not, I, just, I just mean that, you know, you get pregnant and you have a baby. Okay? Well, when you were a single, you were a happy single. Then you got married to the person that you loved. Now you're a happy married with new problems. <laughs> All right? Now you got to talk about what you want to do. Now you got to talk about what you're going to spend. Now you got to talk about where you're going to eat. Now you got to talk about what kind of house you're going to buy. Then you have kids. Kids are a blessing. She gets pregnant. Now comes this little gorgeous person, and you're just hugging and laughing and loving, and you just adopted a whole new bunch of problems staying up changing bums finding money going to school finding the right school then you got all these other problems fevers and sicknesses and do i vaccinate and all the rest then you have another child <laughs> then you get a new house then you like the house you get a cottage the cottage brings a whole bunch of new problems you only had to cut the lawn at the house now you got to winterize the cottage and you got to figure out how to pay those bills and well then you got a new car then you got your wife a car man you blessed they gotta look after two cars insurance for two cars now you got your kid a car you don't want to drive him to school you got three cars to look after everything you do in the blessing brings problems so you ever hear the whiners <laughs> Got to change the oil on three cars. Now. Oh, shut up and enjoy the three cars. <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, got to stack the dishwasher. Well, there was a day we didn't have dishwashers. Everything in life is going to bring you problems. It was so wonderful when we got this piece of property. It was so amazing when we built this auditorium. And since then, it's had nothing but problems. What kind of problems? Well, someone's got to clean the floor, had to replace the carpet, someone's got to repaint the wall, someone's got to break that stuff that was broken over here and the stall's broken over there and it's not big enough over here and we got to change things over there and the camera broke down over here and the big screen went down over there and we got people sitting. I mean, 
You just gotta get to a place of going, ah, chill out. More problems I solve, the more I take myself to the top. The more problems I solve, the more influence I have in our society. The more problems that freak you out and make you cry and upset you, well, the more you go, wah, wah. So we need to understand that problem solving, and if you go into the word Proverbs, for example, it's stunning. It is literally saying, you got a problem? Pray, look after the spiritual side. But now, get wisdom. Now, here's a thought. You need to look for problems. To look for them, no way, I got enough. I don't need to look for more problems. I'm going through life like this. I got I'm dealing with the seven things I got to deal with right now, and I don't need to look for any more problems. Well, see, that's your problem right there. If you don't find a problem when it's a problem, it becomes an emergency. And seven problems are a whole lot easier than seven emergencies. We're so glad you tuned into the podcast today. Here at Miracle Channel, our mission has always stayed the same, to reach every home in Canada with the truth about Jesus. But Miracle Channel's reach goes far beyond this podcast. Through our TV broadcasts, daily devotional, streaming service, and multiple podcasts, thousands of people like you are growing closer to Jesus every day. Learn more about Miracle Channel and download our resources by clicking the link in our show notes. We hope that you are blessed by this teaching today, and we want to say thank you for listening to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every problem will become an emergency if you don't deal with it. You got a hole in the boat. Well, cork it. No, I don't want, I don't want to find any more problems. Well, it's going to become an emergency because you're going to be swimming. Life is like that. You've got to literally get up each morning inspired by the presence of God and go, I want to find the problems in my home, my marriage, my family, myself, my mind, my thinking, uh, my friends around me, the business. I want to find problems because I'm designed to get up and solve problems or get up and just kind of wander through life. You know, Valerie, Valra, a knapsack on my back. It's not going to work. Running from problems makes them grow. Ignoring problems makes them grow. You ever try to get a guy to go get a checkup? Like, what's wrong with us men? You know, uh, honey, how you feel? I feel fine. I feel fine. Yeah, but you're walking funny. No, everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah, but sweetie, maybe we should see the doctor. No, 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 I feel good. <laughs> like, deal with it when it's just a problem. Because when it comes an emergency, that's going to suck up your whole life. It's going to suck up all your money. <laughs> Sticking your head in the sand, procrastination, the ostrich, none of that works. Here's another thought. How about learning to discern between problems and symptoms? Very few people learn this one skill. Is it a problem or is it a symptom? What do you mean, Pastor? Well, I have a headache. That's the problem. Take an Advil. Advil don't work. Take two. That didn't work. Take T1s. That didn't work. Take T3s. That didn't work either. Got a problem. Got to fix this problem. Um, okay, stop working. Go home and lay down. Uh, that'll... The headache is not a problem. The headache is a symptom of a problem. You've either got high blood pressure or you've got your neck out, your back out. You could have brain tumors. It could be something as brutal or something as simple as literally a problem in one little bone or a great growth. I mean, there's probably 38 things that'll give you a headache. Headache's not your problem. 
Headaches, a symptom. One guy said to me, my problem, my problem is I'm unhappy. That ain't your problem, dude. What do you mean it is my problem? No, that's not your problem. That's your symptom. What's making you unhappy? Life, life. I said, life's not making you unhappy. Life doesn't make any, life doesn't owe us anything. Life is just here. It's what we make of life. And I tried to convince him, why don't you sit down and ask yourself, what is the symptom of unhappiness? What does that mean to you? One guy said, well, my problem, I got, I got anger issues. My problem is I'm angry. No, that, that anger is a symptom. If you've got a business and you're not making money, I say, hey, what's the problem? I'm not making money. That's not the problem, it's a symptom. Why aren't you making money? If you ask the word why, every time, anytime you find a problem in your marriage, in your home, in your health, in your business, and you go, my problem is this, all, then just ask yourself, that's not the problem, that's a symptom. Every time you call a problem a symptom, you go one level deeper. I'll give you an example. So, business, not making money. That's the problem, not making money. That's not the problem, that's a symptom. What's the problem? Why aren't you making money? Oh, because people aren't coming into our store. That's the problem. No, that's not the problem, that's the symptom. Why aren't people coming into your store? Oh, um, because we don't have the right products. Okay, now that's not the problem. Call that the symptom. And see, every time you do that, you begin to take the situation that you're dealing with and you begin to go deeper and deeper. Very few people, if any, even do that in life. What's the problem with your marriage? Not enough sex. That's not a problem, that's a symptom. Really? Yeah. Why aren't you having enough sex? All you singles get some free advice on this one. <laughs> well, well, it's because we're not together enough. Well, that's not a problem. That's a symptom. Why aren't you together enough? Well, well, because we, we both work. Work's the problem. Work's not the problem. That's the symptom. Why do you both have to? And you begin, every time you call the problem you think is the problem a symptom, Am I helping anybody here? You literally can process your own life deeper. It says in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I want authority and power in every area. I want authority and power in the spirit realm. I get that through Jesus. I want authority and power in my mental realm, and I get that through the knowledge of God's word. I want authority and power over my body. I want to be able to function in, in the real world and be contemporary. So the Holy Spirit is the most contemporary force on the planet. It is he that helps you to understand some of the things that you struggle with. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.